Good evening. My name is Alicia Bino, and this is The Exchange. It is a show that focuses on immersive topics, sensational stories, and illuminating interviews. Tonight, we will be speaking with an author, businessman, and artist with a royal connection. I'm Lavoy Ruben Mejia, the Prince of Belize, Prince of Guava Valley, Belize. Awesome. And so, are you really a prince? If so, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, yes, um, I am a prince. I mean, that's a question that a lot of people ask me, and that's uh, the basis of the book actually covers, um, you know, kind of the legitimacy of our kingdom and our royal um, lineage. All right. Awesome. And so what are some writers that interest you and which specific genres uh, have they mastered? Well, um, I really enjoy his historical books, also like philosophical books. So some of the writers that I like um, for Eastern writers are uh, Lao Tzu is one of my favorite writers because he's quick to the point. I like Solomon too from the Bible uh, because his 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 like verses are easy to read and it's like right to the point and it like has a it always has a punch at the end um, if you really look at it as like a creative like how he writes his poems it always has a really good punch to the end um, and then uh, more current writers are Mark Twain he's like perfect American writer like that just gets you into his books like since I was a child I, I was reading his books I came upon those and also for British Charles Dickens uh, I mean you can't not say Charles Dickens and Mark Twain if you're like a, you know a real person who's into writing and also Shakespeare but he's a little bit um, you know kind of for the PhD writer I'm not really there yet so in other words, you like following the classics because all of those writers are completely classic, especially Shakespeare and um, Mark Twain, you know. But um, yes, they're all really, really good um, writers and they certainly have made their mark on literature. You know? Well, I'd say, I'd, I'd say that, sorry to, to butt in, but I'd say that those writers were the ones who got me to read their books because I wasn't really a reader, you know. Um, hmm. But... When I opened the book of Mark Twain, I always wanted to turn the page and see what's on the other page. And same with Charles Dickens. They made me read books. Awesome. Awesome. Very, very deep. And if you could sum up your life in one word, what would it be? Oh, that would be hard. The only word I could use for my entire life, I'd say, you know, it has to be God because that's his blessing that he just gave me a chance to live this life, you know, and to go through these experiences. I can't use any other word without, you know, thinking of God. So I just say, if I have only one word, I'll just say God, you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, he is the creator. He is the omnipresent source in all of our life and of course the universe so i could understand how and why you could connect you know just with god himself and um our experiences come from him as well so i agree and so tell us what motivated you to become an author i'd say more so um it's my mom she's an author her name is uh, sharon mejia 
Okay. Okay. So kind of following the family, kind of like the family route. Gotcha. And what are some of your strengths as an author? Well, my creative strength is just creating stories in my head. You know, I've always was a really good essay writer in school and, you know, um, creating stories from scratch. That's, um, I, I guess it's just like a, my wandering mind uh, helps me to write because I just make stories up in my head and, and flow with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Going with the flow and naturally. Um, yeah, naturally. Yes. Yes. I would have to say, yes, you have to practice your craft, but I think somewhere from within the soul, it becomes something innate, you know? Yeah. For this one, it's just, I got to write, you know, um, I got to write it down. It's not practicing. It's like the ideas are always coming. It's like, I got to put it down. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And what is your process for brainstorming content? Uh, I don't, like I said, I don't have to brainstorm content. I just have a lot of content in my head and I have to just do them and then see what works and what doesn't work. Gotcha. <laughs> so you have like a little file cabinet in your mind and it's yeah, the, it goes to the red one or the blue one. I hear you. Kind of yeah. like the matrix. That's awesome. And what type of content do you like to write and why? I, I like to write historical um, material that is like history that's not covered or forgotten or not like popular and bring it back into like a modern day story that's mm -hmm. what i like to do i like to look at the history of especially um africa and the americas before it was uh colonized um so those are what i really like like to write about to give those stories and also about the stories of, of trees of the benefits of trees and how they create oxygen and how much oxygen one tree can create depending what type of tree it is just to impart knowledge that's not really like uh you know popular but also making it a good story farm you know put a good story farm into it because if you're talking about these places these places come with stories i agree i agree so you're kind of like in tune and one with nature and i think everyone should be that's amazing tell us more about your book well, the book is the history of Belize, and the history of Belize starts with the people. That's the first chapter in the book. It starts with the people and how the people got there. Um, so what the book does, it talks about how the, the history starts with the indigenous Mayas that were there, and then um, the pirates were there, and also the uh, enslaved Africans who are Maroons who um, escaped with the pirates. That's a part of history that a lot of people don't talk about, but it's Caribbean history that we mm -hmm. cover that story. And a lot of these people were uh, royals, right? So down the coastline, the Mosquito Coast, they call it the, um, it's the Royal Coast, Mosquito Coast, because that's where a lot of these descendants are. Even today, they're just not big populations that people know about but right down the coast down to brazil uh it's the same people they speak english just like us but it's like you know jamaican accent or whatever and we call them the royals because they were like the free people who were with the pirates 
Very, so, very fascinating. Very fascinating. When we hear about, you know, like the Caribbean and we hear about pirates, we definitely see some European people with some uh <laughs> with some beards and you know, but it's always good to kind of see, you know, where you know, African Americans, people of color have actually been during that time frame. So it's amazing that you're shedding light on some of those things and learning about it to teach others, you know, because it it definitely sounds like it's not just about telling the story. It's definitely about giving an experience to others and really just sparking their curiosity. Am I correct? Correct. Because uh, in in the day, I mean, slavery was not just human labor. It's it, it was the biggest commodity if you look at it as money, right? So mm-hmm. each person they could take off of a ship and and rescue becomes another person that could help them rob a ship or help them cook food or you know um, be a part of their crew because the bigger their band was as pirates, also the more strength they would have, right? So that's a part of why they would you know rob those ships and mm-hmm. take the people because yeah, that was a commodity the people was a commodity sink or swim survival and i hear it so switching gears a little bit where can people find out more information about your book um, my book is on amazon they could also find out more about my book on barnes and noble sexual there too and um, I have a link. Just go to royalbukut.com. That would take you directly to the book. It's the name of the book. It's R-O-Y-A-L-B-U-K-U-T.com. All right, guys, you've just heard it live. Mr. Lavoy. if you are looking to learn more about treasures and booty and just expand the limits of your imagination, check the book out, man. It's definitely got everything that you need for a good story. All right. So switching gears a little bit, we'll tell that you're a musician. So what are some of the hardest lyrics that you have ever heard? Like lyrics that made you just jump out of your seat? I'd say a lot of the lyrics from the New York rappers, uh, those guys, I mean, they are like the top of lyrical uh, I, I think of all of them from Rakim to um, down to, you know, Jay-Z, you know, um, in between you have uh, even LL Cool J. He was not really lyrical compared to the others, but compared to this generation that I'm from, he he is still super lyrical if you listen to his songs. Uh, fabulous. Mm-hmm. I mean, all those guys all the way down through the 90s even down to 50 Cent in the beginning of the 2000s, Kanye West. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, just a bank of, of good lyrics out there. It's hard to really just pick a good one because there's a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree, I agree. You know, I'm personally from Brooklyn, so, you know, having to live out there is rough living. You know, you got to, you know, be strong, tough all the time, and you can hear that you know, just radiated from their lyrics. And it wasn't just about just spitting some random stuff. It was more like a cohesive story, story that somebody could follow and flow with. So I definitely agree. And what types of vibes does your music give people? What do you think? Um, My my vibes are tropical vibes, happy, you know, uh, sunshine, good mood. 
something to laugh about or something to you know just listen to in the background while you're cleaning your house too that works um you know just just very laid back and and fun vibes that's my vibes positive relaxing yeah you always know. yeah yeah, and mom friendly music, you know, don't have any curse words in there or anything, but it's still, you know, it's good and make you dance and make you move. All right. All right. So I'm going to play some of your jams while I, you know, cook and uh, clean my floors and stuff. That's awesome. Could, you know, shimmy a little bit. My kids will look at me like I'm crazy, but, you know. <laughs> All right, guys. So now that we are on to Mr. Prince's music, take a moment for yourself. Grab a bottle of wine and check it out. Never seen the sun just shining so bright. Never seen things just going so right. Notice the days just hurrying by when. Never seen the sun just shining so bright Never seen the things just going so right Noticing the days just hurrying by When you're in love, how my time fly Blue days, blue days, all of them gone Nothing but blue skies from now on Blue days, blue days, all of them gone Nothing but blue skies from now on Bluebirds, bluebirds singing a song Nothing but bluebirds all day long Bluebirds, bluebirds singing a song Nothing but bluebirds all day long Never seen the sun just shining so bright Never seen things just going so right Noticing the days just hurrying by When you're in love, how my time flies all of them gone, gone Blue days, blue days All of them gone Blue days, blue days All of them gone, gone Blue days, blue days All of them gone Never seen the sun just shining so bright Never seen things just going so right Noticing the days just hurrying by When you're in love, how my time flies Smiling at me Nothing but blue skies do I see Bluebirds, bluebirds singing a song Nothing but bluebirds all day long Never seen the sun just shining so bright Never seen things just going so right Noticing the days just hurrying by When you're in love, how my time flies
All right, man, that music was just very, very interesting. I love the fact that it's very uplifting, it's positive, and I could really just like flow with it at home. You know, sometimes when you have children and you put on certain music, you kind of look nervous because you don't want your kids to pick up some certain words or certain actions. But this is something generalized. And I think a lot of people could just feel this in their soul. So, guys, if you have heard it the way I have, you know who you need to follow, man. Follow Mr. Lavoy. So having said that, okay, where can we find more about you your music and your just overall your work man yeah so you could find most of my work or all of my work on uh instagram because i just have all of my links together on my platform and you could search lavoy or search princelavoy.com that would take you to my instagram so princelavoy.com that would take you to my instagram and um also uh you can also search Lavoy on YouTube that has a, a bank of material that would give you, um, you know, music videos and songs and everything from me. Awesome and awesome. So for that royal experience, follow Lavoy. He's got it, man. He's a prince. Check him out. All right. So it was such a pleasure to have you in. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure for me to be here, too. <laughs> yeah anytime man you stop by anytime and i thank all of you at home for listening in remember to follow us on spotify apple podcast iHeartRadio, amazon listen we are out there so please follow us and, and follow some of these experiences from these artists entrepreneurs business people i mean we have it all here at the exchange thank you guys so much and have a great night